Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. Every day I get to help women rise and find their own healing despite their circumstances. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. If you're looking for just betrayal topics, catch me on my former podcast where there are four years of golden content, all for free at your fingertips. All right, let's do this. We're talking about labels today and how they can help us and also hinder us. And I have my former therapist and I kind of hate when you add former, like I kind of want to be current. I maybe I can't though, because you're my friend. I know that's true. That's true. It's a, we've created a weird dynamic here. This is Amy <laughs> and this is Ashlyn. And um, we just have been talking for an hour without recording. So we're here. <laughs> we're here now to re- actually record the podcast. So, here we go. Um, Amy, thank you for being here. Of course, always. <laughs> okay, so labels. I'm just going to start because for me, I have a whole list of labels that I have been given or taken on, but some of them have been so helpful. Like we talked before, learning what betrayal trauma was, this was a label. I labeled myself the once betrayed. I was this betrayed woman, but, and that totally was this catalyst for me being able to move into the right direction to find Amy, to get help and to start to unravel all of this pain in my heart. So the label got me to where I am today, but I am not betrayed. Mm -hmm. So how did you move from the process of the label putting into words and having it describe your experience, but not define you. Because if you still were saying, I'm Ashlyn the betrayed, right? You don't want to stay in that space. No, and I think, I mean, I remember going to your group and hating it. I hated your group, Amy, for like six weeks. Oh, not you. I, I hate, I hated feeling. I had numbed it out for so long that it was like, don't make me do this. Don't make me be around people that are also feeling what I'm feeling, which makes no sense. Cause those are the people I need. <laughs> right. But I mean, I felt from my previous experience, I felt really angry going to a group when it wasn't, I, you know, I felt the same way. Yes. And so it's like, I would, in the beginning, I was that victim I have been betrayed and it's so painful and and all now I have to go to this group that I don't want to go to. I have to spend money. I don't want to spend. I have to hire a babysitter to go out on this stupid date to therapy, like everything about it. I was so mad. I was the same way. And even that's part of what has, what, what we were, I can speak we, but myself, I was resistant because I didn't want, I didn't want the label victim. I didn't want it. I was mad. I was like, no, I'm not a victim. I didn't want the label trauma. When I was seeing my own therapist, Dr. Skinner, and he said, 
you know, you are a victim of betrayal trauma. I'm like, oh, I'm not a victim of anything. And that's a hard thing, but it's not a traumatic thing. I resisted because of those labels, how much I didn't want those labels. Yeah. And now you're, you and Skinner are up on this pedestal of helping people heal from betrayal trauma. So, I mean, if you need to tell your story at some point, so people know how amazing you are. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. But... But really, I was mad. I was mad too. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to be a victim. How do you feel even hearing? I'm I've never victim. felt like I've never labeled myself victim and said, I'm definitely in victim mode, but I was definitely in victim mode. Well, and how do we move, play, move beyond with betrayal? You are a victim. Yes, you are. You are a victim. So it's this weird thing of like, I know. I am this thing. And I also don't want to be this thing. Don't, don't tell me I'm a don't victim. Don't tell me I'm a victim, damn it. Okay, oh, shoot. But really, it's um, so even accepting I am a victim was hard and really painful and a necessary place of acceptance that, you know, I got hit by this car and I'm in a full body cast. I am a victim to that crash, to that accident. I am a victim. Oh, and it's heavy, but that acceptance is part of the shift, it's right? Part of it. You have yeah. to, you know, you squared your shoulders and showed up at those groups just as mad, you know, you did it. And oh learned I mean information is powerful yeah and that's probably what kept me going is I love that I love to research and understand help me make sense of this thing that is senseless and makes me feel like crap and so I went those were my be the buffalo moments for sure the beginnings of this is so uncomfortable I remember because those you know those first few weeks we had our workbook you loved learning, you loved the information. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, it wasn't initially connection. And because it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be here. And I don't want, it was, it was like a, like my, my steeping tea, you know, it's like a slow process that opened you up. Yes. Very. So it's funny. I love learning, but then I took on this other label. I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm so dumb. I didn't score high on my ACTs. So there's definite evidence here, but wait, I'm running three businesses, but wait, am I dumb? So, I mean, I give, I've told myself a lot of different stories Mm -hmm. and, and take on these labels that some have not helped me. They have only hindered me. Right. And even um, if you stayed in a place, you know, a, a place of I am the betrayed, that's not going mm-hmm. to help you to yeah. stay there. So a label of, you know, getting curious beneath the, when was the first time you mentioned your ACT? Is that the first time you told yourself a story when everyone's throwing around their number? And yes, totally. Does everyone inflate their numbers like by two? Is it like, 
Is it like driver's license, you know, that people kind of add an inch to their, you know, how tall and yeah. minus. I wonder how many times, like, how accurate those are when everyone. I definitely I didn't. I was like, <laughs> here it is. I'm dumb. And honestly, I was like, I'm not going to college because I'm dumb. Mm. And why would I go to college? Turns out I went to college. I graduated and I had a successful design business for eight years. But I didn't step in and own any of that while I was actually doing it. Mm. So when like getting beneath, when did I tell myself that story? Mm. And then I kept wearing it. And where did you get to the process that you're like, okay, hold on. Wait a second. Amy, I'm 41 years old. And this is the year I realized I'm not dumb. Isn't that sad? No. A hundred percent. I have felt like so small in our business. Now my own business, I don't feel small, but I've done a lot of, you know, I've done a lot of work, you know, I've done a lot of shame work to be resilient, but I was still telling, I, it was these like labels inside of me that I didn't even realize were there. It started to unravel this year. Wow. And I feel like you're like, you are I'm like, I'm you sure. have lots more work to do girl. And I'm like, I swear that was 2018 when you got past eight, you know, Um, wow. So the, the, I'm so stupid or I'm not smart. What is the label? What is the belief there that you're talking about? Yeah. I'm dumb is what I wrote down. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. So how does betrayal impact that? Oh, geez. That just just throws. I miss so much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I journaled all last night about how sad I am for the younger me. Mm. She missed so much, mm. you know? So th- I, I think for me this year, especially because I've been forced to be alone so much, I like a quiet house. I like my thoughts. I like to journal it's discomfort. It's yucky. I don't, I mean, I love it and I don't love it. Right. But it's helping me find these labels I've given myself without realizing it. And so let me just name some, we can talk about it for a sec. I just want to say though, it's like, how would you ever, it's like the world seeing you, no one would ever believe that you had that belief. I'm numb. I know. I didn't think I had that belief. Everything you have done has turned to gold, right? Like, (laughs) no, I literally, my friend, you know her, Kristen, she gave me a dancing monkey and it's in my car. It's like this solar dancing thing because I said this year, I feel like a dancing monkey. Like I make other people money. I bring other people success and I'm so sick of it. And she said, Okay, we're going to turn this around and we're going to look at this as a beautiful thing. Look how good you are mm. at turning things to gold. Look how good you are at making other people look good. And I'm like, so I see that dancing monkey every single day. Like, and I'm like, I am, I'm powerful. And I didn't, I was, yeah. So I hope you have friends like that. Yes, she's a good one. Okay, so I took on the label of I'm shy. I'm too loud. I'm too much. I talk too much. 
Um, I'm perfect. I need to be perfect. I'm a prude. I'm narrow-minded. I'm critical. I'm judgmental. I'm negative. Mm. I'm controlling. I'm not emotionally regulated and I'm not spiritual enough. Mm. Those are just some. Those are just some. Um, and we enter into those beliefs from our relationships, relationships uh-huh. with our friends, the people we're surrounding ourselves with, uh, the people we date, the people we marry, um, the people we gave birth to. You know, my children aren't in the house, so I can say that right now, but our adult children will continue. Yeah. It's our relationships, and we have to be able, I mean, what you didn't know were that these were like getting, these were the labels and the beliefs that you had, right? Even, even with all the MDR, you could. Oh yeah. Well, it's, it's for me, I have to, you have to notice them. And for so many, I didn't notice them. Right. I'm like, I'm healing all these traumas. I'm doing all this work. I have all this shame resilience. I've stopped believing all these narratives. I tell myself, but deep inside there were still narratives um for instance the i'm too i'm shy and so this year as i've stepped like right before i even knew i was getting divorced i started this hiking club for Mm -hmm. women because i thought you know what i'm tired of waiting for people to go hiking with me i don't feel safe hiking alone anymore all the time sometimes i still do and i'm safe now um so i started this club okay I've started a lot of clubs. I have created a lot of uh, atmospheres. If there's a dance party, guess who's inviting everyone? Like everyone come, the more the merrier. I know. I am not shy. So where did you come up? Where did you first tell yourself that story? My relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was partnered with someone who's very outgoing, very charismatic. That's why I was attracted. Because I was like, I love that. I love that energy. I love all that. But it push mm-hmm. me down. I'm like, okay, you take the spotlight. I'll, I'll just be quiet. I'll be shy over here. And so this year, the, and it's not like a no, but direct you message. You I was shocked. never told like, you are this. It was just like, oh, she's always so quiet around, you know, like that kind of thing. So I totally shrunk. I was made small. And so this year as it started to come out and I'm realizing, wait a second, I've, all these friends are my friends. I've created all these relationships. I'm the one doing this. What are the, and I have the benefit of having one of my best friends, Jordan, who's been on the podcast before. I went to Iceland and France with her this year. I feel like I need to meet her. You do. She, she's known me since third grade. So she's seen lots of different Ashlands. Okay. And so when I start to unravel these labels and talk through them with her, we talk on Marco Polo. Um, she's like, Ashlyn, I know you. And you're not shy. And she reminds me, like, you were the girl that was taking cookies to everyone on Sunday. You were the girl who was inviting everyone to go to the parties and throwing the parties. And do- I'm like, what in the... I, I love that you have that kind of reality check from somebody that knows you. Yeah. What about for people that don't? How do you work through that? Um, that's a question, but I want to, I want to kind of point out to you, probably, you know, the dancing monkey, you were so busy that the stillness you've required the space of stillness to really uncover those, yeah. like, right. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would practice mindfulness, meditation, aloneness all the time when I was in my relationship, but I didn't see a lot of these. Mm. It's, so, I mean, I was trying, but I think for me this year, it's, it's probably because I've, it, it bubbled up old things, right. Of, you know what, you aren't chosen and you should feel rejected because you definitely were and <laughs> all these things. Right. So I'm, I'm digging up all this <laughs> stuff going, oh, so that's what fills my time is let me just figure out why the heck I am the way I am. I'm, I therapize myself all day long. It's terrible. I, and you know, the first time, I mean, not the first time, but one of the times I witnessed you really becoming friends with yourself, your thoughts, your emotions mm -hmm. was when you lost your dad and yeah. you started hiking and you really mm -hmm. start. I mean, that's from just me looking in. I feel mm -hmm. like that's when I can say you really stepped into that space of kind of being your best friend. Yeah, I had to. I needed well, it. You needed it. You didn't. I mean, everybody has to. But what like how can we encourage people to do it right yeah don't go through the, the traumas like we're talking about right. divorce and death um because it can't be done and the, the crazy part is amy is i have worked through so many labels i know while without going through all the trauma and so you don't have to go and be alone divorced to figure this out my experience yeah that's what's going on over here but uh, you but do need you do need stillness yeah. You need to be able to be with your feelings, to be with your thoughts, to challenge where did the stories like where did, when did I first come up with that with that yeah. story? And what to do, you know, my I am so grateful for the reference points that I can reality check for the people in my life, like Jordan. Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. Does everyone have those people? What Probably do do? not that what long. Do you do but if you don't? I journal and I find truth. Like, what am I assuming? What am I making up? Because sometimes a lot of these things are, are based in some truth, right? Like, I'm not dumb, but yeah, I did score really low on my ACT. So I have some evidence over here. But I have a lot. I have a lot more evidence on this side saying you're not dumb. Oh my goodness. So, so the space of <laughs> the space of I think first recognizing labels like which just being curious about the labels yeah. that that we give to ourselves and that we give to others. Pay attention if yes. you say what they're too, they're too, too much of whatever. I feel like it's been so long since I've had any part of conversations like this, but, um, she thinks she's like, she's snobby. Maybe mm. not. Um, pay attention to the I language. get people label me cause I have good posture. <laughs> One of my friends saw me walking out of target and she's like, I thought that was you, but your posture was so, like, she's so confident. And I'm like, but you remember I have a fused back, right? Like, I physically have to have good posture. 
I'm not like, I'm trying not to come off as like, but I come off that way. That's a label. That's a label. And so I think being curious about what are the labels that are sticking to us that we stick to ourselves? And then what are the labels being cur- equally curious? What are the labels that we stick we on give. people that are not true? I love that. I love that. Okay. So you're looking what? at the clock. Time management, you know, that's not my thing, Ashlyn. You're like, okay, how long have we just been rambling? I have no idea. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> this is um, that I have like an hourglass here. Don't tip it over. I have clocks here. Don't have batteries. This is like such an Amy thing. We're only 20 minutes in. Okay. We're, we're doing fantastic. Well, people can't okay. this long. Okay. <laughs> Also, I don't edit my podcast, so you're welcome. (laughs) For the free This is why Amy's not my therapist. She's my friend. (laughs) Right? Okay. (laughs) Um, But Amy's seen me through all of it, right? You've seen me take down some labels and, and find who I am. So let's say I do have a a recent experience where I was with a friend She's actually in one of my women's groups and we went hiking together and she said, she's divorced. And she says, I'm interested in this guy at work, except he's, uh, he's too intelligent for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm super interested, but I'm so dumb. So she feels like inferior or she, you know, I don't, we're not a good fit, but they get along. They have fun. They have banter. There's a little flirting. And my immediate is like, well, wait what is the story you're telling yourself right the story you're telling yourself where did that belief like investigate right mm-hmm. like where did that come from think about he's too intelligent but for her it was like what you know because we don't even know so I do the same thing I'll say something about myself that it's like, wait, I just labeled myself something really negative. Well, and what's interesting is if I hear somebody say, you're too intelligent, that's again, like I was saying, you're placing that sticker on someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You say to him, I feel like you're just too intelligent for me. He might have the label of like, shoo, I'm so boring. Oh, man. But so what did you do? What did you tell her? Um, just the get curious about the, curious. about saying you're dumb. And it was cute because the next day, I don't remember exactly, but she Marco pulled the group. Like, I am just sitting in this going, what in the heck? Like, I didn't realize I was labeling myself this, but I can do this, you know, and I love this. And she's finding truth. She's fact checking and, and telling that to shut up because she's tired of that story. Well, and we're going to find evidence either way right yeah like um labels that don't help us you know we can look for evidence of like wherever we want to find it so yeah I'm done that's a story but if you're looking for you know what I I have done so many successful I'm I'm actually really smart (laughs) like that's not so um I thought it was interesting I, you think about 
a label, we talked about the label, the diagnosis of betrayal trauma. Another one would be, you know, borderline personality disorder. And you hear that, and what do you feel? Scary. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's a but lot. What if, but what if you heard, um, you know, borderline personality disorder, they're 13 times more likely to have a lot of childhood trauma. So what if instead mm. of that, you hear trauma, you hear childhood trauma? Um, I don't know, labels that help and hurt. Um, mm -hmm. So what are some of the, the labels that you do accept? Mm. Those are the I am that are sometimes as hard to accept. I know. As like, we can get into, okay, the story I'm telling myself, these negative beliefs, Yeah. I know that I am, I am, what's the word? I am dedicated. Mm -hmm. I am resilient. I am capable. I am open-minded. I am empathetic. I am loving. I'm lovable. I'm getting on that one. I'm, 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 I'm working at it. I'm, I'm fun. fun. I'm inclusive. I'm active. I'm accepting. I'm compassionate. Yeah. I'm kind. I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I'm loyal. I am loyal. You are the most loyal. The worst kind of loyal. <laughs> that's, that's why you have friends. Let me just say, that's why you have friends. Yeah that go back to the third grade. I know. It's because the same, you know, I know that I, I talked about Dan Siegel's work, the coal, um, the curiosity, open acceptance, loving kindness. Those are the attributes that we have in our secure attachments. And so those characteristics, that's why, that's why you have friends that date back to the third grade. Yeah. I'm going to add one because I read it, that friend, she wrote me a note and I have it up on my bulletin board and it says, it's like, I think, you know, but it says, you make me feel safe. Mm. And I saw that and I started crying. I was like, oh, I am, I'm safe. I'm safe. And I'm that's also safe. what I crave the most. So it made me feel good. Like I am what I want in someone else. Ashlyn, I love that you're doing this. Yes, because I feel it in my heart. I really do. That's, what's interesting, um, I was talking to you earlier about Tara Barak, and she, one of her mindfulness exercises is to place your hand over your heart and keep pressing as you're saying, until you feel that space, I am safe. You will mm -hmm. feel the emotion come up mm -hmm. as you press in that and you say those positive That's funny. safe. When I do my um, spoken meditations, my like guided, I always do this. And I always have my hands on my heart because it feels better than having my hands at my knees or having doing a pose. I'm like, no, I just need to feel. And I have to put like my hand on my skin. Like I just need skin to skin. I love, yes. I love that. And even, even try adjusting the pressure until mm. you feel that kind of release I'm gonna go do it right after this I'm sorry well the fact I'm doing it in the record I forgot we were recording and I'm like 
I am safe. And I put it, so it's, yeah, it's like, Amy, let me remind you, remember how you used to be scared of recording? You probably should be right now. Stop. Um, but <laughs> the Cole approach, Tara Brock, Radical Acceptance. I swear, yeah. have you, have you read that book? No. Okay. Fully, um, one of my favorite takeaways from that book. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Okay, I'm um, put it on. If you want cliff note version, which you don't usually go, see, you're smart. You don't go for cliff note version anything mm-hmm. ever. Um, but if you want cliff note version, she walks through a like 10 minute meditation. You can look it up just on YouTube with her, okay. her rain approach to mindfulness. Okay. And say what that is. Okay. Her rain approach is the R is recognize the a is allow the i is investigate and the n is nurture so you can see those steps of rain similar to this to dan siegel's mm-hmm. cold approach with you get to that space of first having curiosity to recognize yeah what words make me feel certain ways and where am I feeling them in my body being open to just accepting them that it's not it's not right wrong good or bad they just are but being curious enough to look at and then investigate when did I start telling myself that story mm-hmm. and and hmm, really investigate and then nurture the end part of Tara Brock's nurture is the L part of Dan Siegel's, um, that loving kindness, the love, mm-hmm. that loving kindness and compassion towards self that see my hands are still up here. I know we're just going to um, do it like this. We're just going to just, let's just start hands on our hearts. We believe in what we we're believe. It. You know what? Um, but really that, that rain exercise is just thank, thankfully that, that friend, talk to you and was vulnerable enough to say, Hey, I'm interested in this guy, but he's too, I think he's too smart for me. Mm-hmm. And just, you are safe that she could share that. And you could say, wait, 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 slow down. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Challenge it, investigate that, show yourself the loving kindness. What do I need nurture to combat those um, labels that aren't true? Yeah. Okay. So what you just walked us through, one of my favorite, um, I keep saying, I'm going to make a shirt that says it, uh, that makes sense. Like when you can go through and work through those steps and get to the nurture part, that for me is like, well, it makes sense. Of course. I believed that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Based on our relational experience. Yeah. Like, of course I would believe that. And that is not true. I can challenge it. And, mm-hmm. and then you can have, you know, grief for that. I don't know. How old are you when you take the ACT? I think some like 17, you can have grief. Yeah. Teen year old that felt ashamed. Embarrassed. Right. Totally. So, um, it is, it's exactly what you're saying. I mean, if I were to go redo my journal of last night, it's, I went through the different stages of feeling that sadness for Ashlyn at this stage and Ashlyn at this stage. 
Ashlyn a few days ago. Right. And guess what? Ashlyn yesterday, because I showed up, I'm never nervous to do a podcast. You know that. I'm just like, show up. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, and yet yesterday when I showed up to a podcast with a very masculine, healthy man, I was so nervous and he could feel it and it, he could bring out what I have been trying to explain for so long in therapy. Like, I just feel small. I just feel not safe with, I want to be open with men and I can't, I don't know what it is, but I'm stuck. I love and that. He saw it. And I'm like, I'm so sad for the Ashlyn that came into that podcast, just nervous and scared because she never is. But I'm also so grateful because guess what? It gave me the next step. Mm-hmm. He helped me see what I've been trying to express and be able to say. So yeah, I'm still sad. I can still be sad for Absolutely. that, Ashlyn. And you can you can say to the Ashlyn, what? Yesterday, was it two days ago? I am so <laughs> proud of you for stepping into a yes. space. I am so proud of you. That's that higher self or that's saying, mm-hmm. I mean, you stepped into a space that was uncomfortable. And as a yeah. result, you know, now it's like, okay, right. the next thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, I think this is work for anyone to do. We Absolutely. all take on labels, good or bad. We've taken them on. And so it's, I don't know, I, figuring out and starting to recognize what is my most current? Is it that I'm a bad mom? I'm a bad cook. I'm a bad friend. You know, I, I love, I would just invite, this is the invite. I want, would invite everyone to slow down enough to even pay attention to, to the words. Words are powerful. Um, I was at church on Sunday and the speaker said, I was a wild child and in a shameful way. I sent her a message and I was like, wild? That is one of my favorite words. That is not a shaming word. I'm literally reading wild power right now. Okay. <laughs> But really wild, you know, that, that, that was, a, I could tell she had shame, like I was wild. And what does that even mean? And what right? We all mean? interpret that different. And it's like, right. <laughs> but, but even still, it's like, okay, be curious about the word wild. Be curious about every word. And now everyone's so exhausted. Like, okay, we don't want to be curious about every word. But really, when you feel a response to a word, be curious yeah. about it. I like that. And I, I know that I'm still doing this. I know I am because I showed up on that podcast I recorded yesterday with um, Jake Woodard. And mm. I, I was kind of like push. I was keeping myself small. I was saying things. I'm like, I don't talk like that. It's like, who, what, what's coming out of me? Oh, I've got it. It was embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. I was embarrassed because, but it was proof to me. I mean, I'm very open. I still need help. I still need people ahead of me to say, hey, look, why don't you look at it this way? Hey, what about this? Um, because I can't figure everything out on my own. Well, and you felt embarrassed because you were betraying yourself. You're like, yeah. this isn't me. Like, yeah. I am showing up in a way that is not me. That is yeah. 
You're not shy. This, this is me. This is me. The rambly weirdo. Right? No. No. See, I just gave myself a label. Yeah, I'm like, stop it. Stop it. See, guys, we, we're still doing it. We're just we're here to it. help. Think about the label. Um, just all of them, the positive, the ones you want to, to give to yourself and really, really think about it. Think about the labels that... Um, that we give to our children, that we give to, you know, they're hyper, they're <laughs> annoying, about, right? <laughs> like, but, but that's so, but that is, I mean, your kids, what we tell our kids is incredibly powerful. Powerful. And, what and yeah. And so the other day when Lucy said, Ellie, you're so annoying. It was a very quick, I'm not annoying what I'm doing can be annoying did it always say that yeah like I'm not annoying don't they but then I can I can do it to myself obviously so um I'm gonna share where is it this is one of my favorite songs to meditate to Mm -hmm. um it's called the rising and it's by Essie Jane John maybe e-s-s-i-e-j-a-i-n and I have it, it's labeled Iceland meditation. Cause when I was in Iceland, I played these specific um, songs, but I'm going to go and listen to that right now after we end this and do my I am's and have my hand on my skin where my heart is. And I'm just going to feel. I love that. And I would just invite everyone again, um, listen to Tara Brock, her rain meditation one of my favorite parts that's beautiful about that meditation is sitting in the stillness and the beauty after the rain. You know, we're mm. a really snowy day, but being able to enjoy the rain, but then also, you know, sitting in the space after the rain. And you think about after it's after it's rained and the smells and this the feeling of um, you feel content and you feel like enjoy sitting in that space after the yeah. rain. So. Okay. I found her meditations on the podcast app. So I'm going to go do that. Okay. Thank you so much, Amy. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Ashlyn. See, now <laughs> I just put up in a way that's not me. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not you. I love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the buffalo.